Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. I'm here, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Today, I have Leslie Chermack here with me, and I was introduced to Leslie through Tanya Janke. So those of you who are regular listeners, you remember Tanya, right? She was so much fun to talk to, and she introduced me to Leslie. And so let me tell you a little bit about Leslie. Leslie is a wife, a mom, and she is passionate about encouraging women. No wonder she and I have connected so well. (laughs) She focuses on leading a life of mind, body, and purpose and helps others to do the same. As a visionary, she loves being with people, creating a plan, and implementing that plan. In working with others, she supports women in creating their own vision and action plan to feel inspired and empowered to live a life with purpose. She has spent over 20 years in the wellness industry in the latter half of that building a virtual wellness business where she's had the opportunity to help her team grow and develop their businesses as well as themselves. Prior to that, she rose to the top of a highly competitive and exclusive day spa in the Twin Cities where she developed a nationally implemented training program. One could say leading and growing others is just simply in her DNA. Well, that that sounds pretty much right. So welcome to the show, Leslie. Oh, well, thank you, Jenny. I am just thrilled to be here this morning. And friends of Tanya, I know are amazing women. So I'm so glad to be here. Ah, awesome. So let's jump into this. So you have been for 16 years with the Juice Plus company. Is that right? That is correct. Awesome. And so, so tell me, you spent time with a a day spa. How do you move from day spa to juice plus? (laughs) Well, that is a great question. I was really in that field and I was an esthetician at that time, playing my role in providing a great service for women, doing facials and things like that in my earlier years, which was in my late twenties and early thirties. And I loved that field working in the atmosphere of the spa. And I became a spa director while I was there. So I had the opportunity to create a training program for it was, it's a, in the twin cities, it's Rockwell to belly actually that I actually worked for. And it was really fun. But at that time, my husband and I were just starting a family and I really wanted to stay home with my kids and have that opportunity. So once we did that, I came home and of course loved all the aspects of being a mom. That's my number one role that I have in my household, but there was still something missing. I'm still an entrepreneur at heart. And I remember when I was 18 years old telling my boyfriend that I'm going to own my own business and that's what I want to do. And I was looking for more. So lo and behold, I was introduced 
to a way to get more fruits and vegetables in my family's diet because I had just gotten skin cancer, which is crazy because oh I was an esthetician. I know it was just crazy. Well, I grew up on a farm and basal cell carcinoma actually starts early on in our life. So that's what I attribute that to. Ah. And at that time, my girlfriend introduced Juice Plus to me and I thought, okay, this is great. And you know, Jenny, we don't get enough fruits and vegetables in our diet every day. And I knew the importance of this because I have two special needs siblings. So growing up, my mom provided a healthy lifestyle for us. And I felt like I was falling short every day as a mom. I had three kids under five at that time. Mm-hmm. And I was pulling my hair out and wondering what was going to work this time because they were sick a lot. Oh. So it just all came together. And I thought, okay, we're going to start taking this. And then I just started sharing it. There were a lot of moms looking for hope at that time. And my girlfriend said, you need to join me in this business. And I said, no way. I don't want to sell anything to my friends and family. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what, Jenny? I couldn't help it because this was just fruits and vegetables. There are so many people that were looking for that. So I jumped in and voila, 16 years later, here I am. That's awesome. I mean, I had no idea that that your health history is what helped get you started with this, but it makes absolute perfect sense. Now, one of the things that I think is really cool, and I think the listener, you know, because they're probably wondering, all right, so why should I listen to this Leslie check? Well, Leslie, you're an international marketing director at, at Juice Plus, which that's pretty much the top of the compensation letter, correct? It is. Yes. So, Obviously, in a 16-year business, you didn't get to international marketing director in six months. So what did your journey from day one of Juice Plus and going, no, I don't want to sell this, to (laughs) to top (laughs) of the Juice Plus company, what did that journey look like? Wow. You know, I remember when I signed my application and my girlfriend was really good at painting vision for me. And because I have an entrepreneur spirit, um, I'm also a little bit competitive. I've found out over the years, <laughs> of, <laughs> uh, you know, pushing myself to do something more and something bigger, but I really wanted to be in the position well, as a national marketing director at that time. And so I have another title now, but, and you know, I, I wanted to do that for many reasons. I wanted to get there to prove to myself I could I knew I could stretch myself. Staying home with my kids really fulfilled me, but I wanted to be able to create a team of people that were on the same page, that Mm. had the same values, that were excited about not just making money and having a supplemental income, but really being on a mission and making a difference. And so it took a lot. It took a lot of different personal growth, overcoming limiting beliefs Mm. that I wasn't good enough or what did other people think of me doing this home business, (laughs) you know, especially in direct sales. There's a lot of um, stories out there that I think people make up in their head. And I had to get rid of those in my own head. And it, it was 
fun because as I was changing as, as the woman I was becoming better at who I am, then my relationships with my family uh, and with my husband, with my friends got better. And that is truly what I feel that direct sales do for us is it really pushes us. And, and even when you own your own business of any, any woman that is out there wanting their own business in the area of their expertise, mm-hmm. Hey, it's the personal journey that I have loved the most. It is the person, the woman that I have become over the years that I, that I, the confidence that I have that I love the most about what I do. I would hundred percent agree with that. One of the things I regularly say to my clients is Direct sales is a self-development business with a compensation plan attached. Absolutely. That is so true. If you don't, if you don't work to develop yourself, if you stay in one place, you're not going to get anywhere in this business. It's just not going to happen. It's, it's constant work on yourself, on your sales, on your knowledge, on your business and working through that process. So in you obviously went through that self-development, personal development, business development, going from no way to international marketing director. What were some of the obstacles that you, you already brought up your, your limiting beliefs, but in addition to that, what were some other obstacles that popped up between you deciding to start the business and and getting to the top? Well, I think it was just overcoming the fear of what that would look like. My heart was wrestling with my first love of being able to be with my kids. My mom was home with us. So I just really valued that a lot. And I really wanted to be the one here, you know, in my home. Mm -hmm. The other obstacle was that I started homeschooling my kids <laughs> when oh. I started my business. And that was that I had to get really good at scheduling. And, you know, I don't know if you're going to mention this later, but I do have uh-huh. a freebie week to give away for the listeners, but it really I had to get really good at scheduling and blocking my time because of all the different things I was doing. Um, I was also, and still am, helping my husband with his business. I'm CFO of his business. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot of hats, you know, and <laughs> yeah. being able to like, when, when is the time to do this? And, you know, the main thing too, was to have a family meeting about this. Thankfully, my husband did support me in this. Mm. So I'm um, traveling some working nights and weekends because that's the, that's our business. I'll tell you though, when my husband rose up to that position of of support for what I was doing, I loved being able to know that he gets to spend time with our kids (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I felt safe in that. You know, and I think that's the other thing is moms, we feel like we have to wear all the hats. Like we have to take it all. And I don't think we do. And I know there are some situations, of course, where there's some single moms and things like that, that are still working towards something bigger in their life Mm -hmm. that might have different obstacles, if you will. But I do believe that taking each day 
figuring out what that is and going, okay, am I going to draw a line in the sand and am I just going to do it? You know, what is it, what is it going to take to do that? And one thing I want to encourage women to do is to get a mentor. And I bet Jenny, I bet you've had mentors, right? Mm -hmm. Over in, in your business, right? I mean, still to this day. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Me too. So I think that's really important too. Yes. The importance of having a team around you. And I don't care if you are someone who's in corporate America or running your own business or running a direct sales business. It doesn't matter. You've got to have a team around you. I personally call my team the goddess council. Um, I love that. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's not because they're all women. There are some people in my support team who are men. The reason it's called the goddess council is because we are all goddesses, (laughs) (laughs) right? Right. We, we, we have this place of power in our own lives. And for me having that support team, because right now I am a a single mom, but I, my ex-husband is part of that support team. He helps with the kids. He helps with, you know, getting through life. We're still friends, right? So Uh I I think the importance of having a team and including a mentor or two or three, because I think for me, that was a major reason why I was so successful in my own direct sales career was because I didn't just have my mentor in my business from the same company, but I, I went out and tried to connect to other leaders and other companies so that I could learn as much as I possibly could to say, okay, this is what I'm learning at my company, but what else could I be learning and doing, you know, that I don't have access to because they don't have access to this person, but I do. Yes. I mean, that is so true. It is. It is. Um, And I can just think back at all the, all the different people in my life and many, many of them are still in my life. But it's, it's interesting because as you, as you grow and in the beginning, you really don't know a lot, right? It's like, mm-hmm. right. It's like, you know, learning how to play the piano, you know, you, and, mo- and most of the women that come into my business really don't have any um, direct selling experience, right? Which is actually great. <laughs> yeah. Because- no kidding. <laughs> Um, you know, we really are not salespeople. We really just have a huge heart to gift people with the opportunity to say, yes, I love this product or no, I don't, or yes, I want to join your mission or no, I don't, you know, that's, that's kind of where we're at, but we get to teach people the tools to be able to do that. And when you move along and you go, oh, I want more, oh, I want more. And then you kind of get stuck. And I will tell you myself included still today, even with this posture that we're in right now, there have been days when I have gotten up and going, Oh, do I, what am I doing? (laughs) Where am I going? Right. And I think an obstacle with being direct sales and your own business owner is that you really do have to motivate yourself. You have to figure that out. And one thing I tell my team all the time is I can inspire you for greatness, but I can't motivate you. I really feel like it's up to the individual to decide to motivate themselves and to pour into other resources to be able to do that. You know, whatever that is, pod, podcasts, like right. what we're doing today, the reading, the hearing the stories, you know, and, and making that decision and then reaching out to those mentors. It's so important when you're to be able to do that when you're owning your own business. Oh, yeah. I- 
even though we're in business for and by ourselves, right? Yes. We are not by ourselves if we choose not to be right. That's a choice that we need to, to make, to say, I'm not going to do this alone. You know, and this goes back to having the team and, and understanding, because I, I do have to say one of the things that was probably the most frustrating for me as a leader during my seven years were the, the team members who refused to reach out for help, Mm -hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden they disappear and ghost. And it's like, I, I could have helped you. (laughs) I could have helped you, but I don't know if it's a pride thing. I don't know if it's a fear thing. It's probably a little bit of both, you know, because I hear from my own clients that they, they limit how much they reach out to their upline, or they sometimes even tell me they limit how much they reach out to me. And I'm like, that's why you pay me. (laughs) Well, you know, I really feel like in my experience that it's what's between our ears that keeps us and stops us from moving forward. Mm. And in the beginning of my business, I, I would actually take it personal if somebody didn't want to continue in the business. And that was a huge shift for me for my limiting beliefs and and my confidence in myself was realizing that it wasn't me. It is the other person's own journey and their experience and how they feel about what they can do or handle or how much, how much they want to push themselves to grow is really on them. And so I just have to love people where they're at and hopefully they'll come back around sometime and just to know that I'm there to love them and support them. And that's, but that's been a journey in itself Mm. is to, is just to meet people where they are. Yeah. And, you know, in our business, it really, really the more people that we have conversations with and we talk to and we encourage along the way, then we'll find those people that want to be in this business for a lifetime with us. (laughs) We really do. (laughs) You know, it's an interesting thing. When I look back at my 16 years of being in the business, Jenny, I sometimes get very emotional thinking about the women that really aren't in my business anymore, but we're, but we know each other. We're in our life, but it's not the same. I'm like, Oh, and you're right. It's like, Oh, if it just would have stuck around. Yeah. And yeah. truly that is just it in our business. Sticking around, sticking to it. Don't give up. <laughs> Keep going. Often people will think, well, they, you know, they've been doing a long time, but you know what? I could have quit a long time ago, but I just didn't. I just decided to keep going. Right. The the only failure in direct sales, the only failure is when you give up. That is true. Yes. And everything (laughs) else is a learning opportunity. You've learned, oh, that doesn't work. Okay, so let's try something else, right? Nothing else is a failure. The only failure is quitting in direct sales. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just had this conversation. I had a client text me actually yesterday and she was sending me a celebration. She's in the top 100 of her company for recruiting for the month of, uh, for the month of July. And Great. I nice. know, <laughs> and, and what I pulled from, what I gleaned from that text message though, was she said, you know, Jenny, I was about ready to quit in January. And then I didn't let myself, I, 
I was like, you know what? I have not completely, I haven't tried everything yet. I haven't tried everything yet. And literally she went from ready to quit in January to recruiting 12 in February. And she has consistently recruited almost every month since February. That's fantastic. And you know, and it just made me think of that. I, I don't know if you've ever seen that 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 image on social media where it's two guys digging towards a diamond mine, and one of them is literally inches from getting to the diamonds, but he has turned around and and given up, and the other oh. guy is still going. And you can see that it, with the with the excitement and fervor with which he's going, he's going to get to that to those diamonds. And the other guy has already given up, and he's just inches away. If he had just done like just use yes. that pickaxe one more time, yes, right? Exactly, one more time. There's always a moment at which we have a pivotal aha. This is where my business suddenly takes off right? Every one of us has that moment. And, and obviously for, for my client that I was just referring to, it was back in January when she decided I haven't tried everything and she tried one more thing. And that was, that was the, the thing that unlocked the recruiting door for her, right? So in your case, looking back over 16 years, do you see a point in your business where you suddenly had a major leap forward from just making one little change? Well, I am several, <laughs> several, but um, one in particular, and this is really fascinating. When I hit uh, the top position, it's just, it really is a big deal. And, and I do want to let you know, one reason why I really wanted to strive for the international marketing director position is because our company offers corporate benefits. Mm. And since my husband and I own our own business, we were paying major medical health insurance. And if, you know, it was a high deductible. And so it is, you know, reaching that really has made a huge difference for our family financially in the, you know, just because we have health insurance coverage. Right. And so once I hit that position, my business took a dive. Like I was losing people. Um, I wasn't in the game. I was feeling like, oh my gosh, this is super crazy. Now I did just have a baby, but (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, I know. And actually she's our bonus baby. I had her at 43. She's our fourth child. I know I did. Um, And she was the healthiest pregnancy out of all of my kids, uh, which was phenomenal. I was in better health then than I, than I did with, was the other kids. But you know, that happens. I've seen that happen. And I, and I get, I had to make another shift. I had to make a change. I started getting into really diving into more about how we think and how we can train our brains to think. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you know, biblically, God just tells us to think on the things that are true, holy, and just every day, which is really hard to do. You know, we can't have a negative and a positive thought at the same time, you know, try yeah. it. I, I coach my team, try that, try, try to think you can't. And so I was challenged once to think of three positives for every negative I thought I had. And I thought, Oh, no big deal. And, and Oh my gosh, I realized I can't, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I, it's not happening. And I thought I was a pretty positive person. Well, over time, it's a discipline I mastered. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not perfect at it by any means. Okay. But today I definitely think, think more positively than I did then. And that was a really important shift because then I started, my business started changing because I was changing mm. and that was very pivotal. That I, I can definitely see how that would work. Cause you know, it, if you're becoming a more positive person and you already thought you pretty, pretty much were right. Yeah. But people are attracted to positivity, right? Mm-hmm. Because are. really seriously, who wants to be, be hanging out with a negative Nancy, right? Or a negative Nellie exactly. or <laughs> a grumpy Gary. Nobody chooses to be around that, right? So people like being around positivity. So if you've got a more positive attitude around life, a more positive attitude around business, a po- more positive attitude around family, the people who are attracted to that will be attracted to, well, I want to spend more time with her. Well, what does that, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Well, maybe if I decide to, to do this business, I can get more time with her and, you know, get that, that level of, of inspiration, you know, and, and make motivating myself easier, which reminds me, I want to jump back to that, that idea of not motivating people. I I'm so thankful you said that because I have a lot of leaders who ask me, how do I motivate my people? And they don't like my answer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you can't, um, you can't, I really, you just can't. And I, I think that at that time, the situation I was just speaking about, I think that's when I realized it. I had an emotional attachment to other people not getting up and getting into activity. And I needed to change that around and realize it's not my job to do that for them. So I want to celebrate where they are, help see if I can help them move forward and inspire them. Yeah. And now, you know, I actually am a different leader today because of that. Absolutely. And a conversation that comes up with, with people fairly regularly as well, you know, who are saying, okay, well, if I can't motivate others, right. The, the inspiration, okay. I think I can work to inspire people that that seems more doable. Then I get to, to teach them this, this little nugget about motivation. And if you can, and if you can, you know, share this with people who you're working with about motivating themselves, right. Mm-hmm. Motivation is a myth. And, and I say that kind of tongue in cheek, right? I say that as a way to get people to pay attention because they're like, no, motivation exists. And I'm like, absolutely true. But the myth part is that people believe you have to be motivated before you can take a step forward. Mm. And I and don't believe in that. I not. know that motivation is an outcome from having taken a step and gotten a, getting a result. Mm-hmm. Right. So oftentimes if you're sitting there going, if, if, if you as a listener here, and I'm, I'm going to talk to talk to the, the listener right now, if you are finding that you are not motivated, you get to now decide I'm going to take one step forward towards my goal to get something done. And it could be something as minimal as, you know what, I'm going to call one customer right now do one customer service call right now, or I'm going to call one team member right now. Just do one. Because then after you get done talking to them, you go, well, that was really good. 
well, maybe, maybe I'll just call Susie now. And then you pick up the phone and you call Susie, right? You just, just taking that one step is what gets results of one form or another and gets you to work in the direction of taking the next step. How many times have you said, well, I'm just going to do a load of laundry. And then suddenly you've gone through the entire pile. Mm, I know. Right. Well, and that's being disciplined about blocking your time mm. and sticking to it. And working from home, you really, really do have to discipline yourself and teach yourself your own boundaries and letting the family know what those boundaries are <laughs> Yeah, because otherwise you do end up doing that. Uh, and, e- and it even is so much as, okay, these are the three things I'm going to get done by noon. What are the, you know, the three biggest things I need to get done. And by mm-hmm. noon, if they're all done and you have extra time, it's like, oh my gosh, I, I can do a couple more things or I can go do the laundry. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, stick to those things first. And I'll tell you, one of my mentors in our company said, if you show up every day like yesterday, there is no growth in that. And that mm. comes along with like that motivation. I, you know, deciding that you're going to show up better every day has helped me. Yeah. And, and it isn't just for myself, but it is for my team because I want to be the best team leader that I can be. I want to be a better mom. I want to be a better wife and a friend and, and all of that spills over. So if I show up every day, like I did yesterday, then, then I'm not going to go anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it it just I can't remember who said it, but it's just 1% better. Mhm. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Just, just right. 1% better. It's not like we're saying make major huge 10, 20, 30, 50% leaps. 1% better than yesterday in 100 days, you will be more than 100% better than you were when you started. Exactly. Because if you're adding 1% to every single day, that 1% chunk gets a little bit bigger, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. just imagine if you could just do one more, one more small action, make one more phone call for your business, right? Mm -hmm. Sit down and plan your day, you know, spend, spend one Sunday where you spend 30 minutes planning your week for your business. I mean, just, just that one thing, the one thing gets you, gets you moving forward. I absolutely love that. So we've covered, I think a whole lot of secrets to success. We did. It's it's been so fun. Oh my gosh. I I, like, I want to ask you the question, what's your secret to success, but we've covered so, so many overcoming limiting beliefs, overcoming fear, get good at scheduling, you know, have a family meeting, motivate yourself. And we, so many different takeaways on this. Right. But as you, you alluded to earlier in the conversation, you have a giveaway for everybody who's listening. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I can, you know, I, I, do you know the number one topic Googled right now is how do I work from home? Wow. That's the number one thing being Googled right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and I do feel like I've mastered working from home successfully. And so I thought, okay, how can I help other men or women um, figure out how to work from home? But of course, this is really speaking to women, but I have four tips for them and I can, I'll just give you the headlines. It's, it's claim your territory, 
have a family meeting, set boundaries, and block your time and stick to it, which is are things that we've actually talked about today. Yeah. But I love for people to be able to have it right on their computer, or they mm-hmm. can print it out, of course. And I'm really excited about it because I think that it's a tool that, that many, many women can use. I love that. So, so what she has for you is it's a quick four-step guide to maximize your time working from home. And it's absolutely free. So you're going to be able to find this. If you go to lesliechermack.com slash badass, we're going to put the link in the show notes. So if you're on your phone right now, you're just going to scroll, you know, on the episode page to where you can see the link to the freebie. And that's where you're going to go to download this work from home guide, which I, I think is a great idea because given that we're, we're recording this good golly, geez, six months after the global pandemic started, I can't Mm -hmm. believe it's already been that long. Right. Right. It's really a, a major topic, right? Kids are getting ready to go back to school and trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to do this work from home, homeschool thing? And you've already conquered it. You've done it. You mm-hmm. homeschooled your kids and ran a business. So I, I think this is going to be something that will help people move along in their own business, in their own lives. So thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Yes. I'm excited for people to get it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for your time and sharing your journey, your story with everybody. I think there are so many takeaways. I really hope people are going to go back and listen to this episode two or three more times, just because there's so much information that, you know, people are probably processing one thing that you said. And if they go back, they're going to be like, I don't remember her saying that. Well, yeah, because your brain was like, you were mind blown from the last thing <laughs> she said. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, well, I, and I am so grateful that you had me on today, Jenny. This has been really fun. Awesome. Well, I seriously, I, I love getting to talk to you. I mean, this is our second conversation ever. And I really, I want to stay in contact. I, I think we have a lot that we can do to help, help women move forward. So Well, listeners, I want to thank you for being here today and investing in yourself by listening to what Leslie has to share. And remember, just stay tuned for the next Badass episode. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.